Starting off the muster for a Tuesday afternoon with Grant Disaster McMaster out of Close Burn Station. G'day, Disaster. How's things? Oh, it couldn't be better on a day like this, Andy. Uh, beautiful. It's almost it's almost spring-like, to be truthful. It's about it is 12 degrees. Um, a slight breeze. Sun is out. Um, about four mils of rain during the night. Bit of uh, bit of wind and a little bit of rain. But yeah, absolutely beautiful day. So I thought I'd better. Um, since it looks so good, I'd, I'd take some soil temperatures. So round at Moat Lake, where it's uh, normally getting a bit frozen by this stage, it's still, uh, well, it's 5.8. And I've been over at the, uh, the Arrowtown block shifting the hoggets this morning and putting up some fences, and it was uh, six there. So, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's all go, isn't it? Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Temperatures are still holding up good here as well. Hey, I just want to make mention of the music this morning. We've got Lady Antebellum, which is more your cup of tea, because after last week, to quote you, your your own words. It sounded like fornicating dogs going at it. So um, I thought I, th- I thought I'd give us something a bit more relevant. So we got a touch of country for you this afternoon, mate. So I hope you appreciate it. Oh, I did. First thing I noticed, I just about was I was thinking, what the hell is he going to put on this week? <laughs> but, uh, as I've said to my old neighbour up in the Black Hills, there, Bob Henderson. He said, uh, and he's still ticking along, Bob. If you're listening, good day. Bible said there's only two types of music, country, country and, and western. western. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that as much. So there you go, mate, a bit of Lady Antebellum on a Tuesday. But no, we'll go, yeah, beautiful day here in Gore. It gets a bit cooler tomorrow for sure, but we're still looking pretty good and it just gets nippier again towards the weekend. We had two frosts over the weekend, but apart from that, she's a boomer. Yeah, no, we've had we've had the odd frost too. Not as bad as we we normally would be perhaps having at this stage, but the reason for that is there's, there's no snow on the on the tops around here, so uh, a little bit on Mount Turnbull, which is just which is beside Nicholas, but no, really, it's been really good. So uh, we were coming from coming back from down south yesterday and or last night, and about five o'clock, and pulled over at uh, Kingston. I'd had enough of the driving by then, and or just by the lake there, and and the, the, I thought, oh, that'll be a cool breeze. But even then, it was uh, it was 13 degrees there last night, about half past it was about half past five. Absolutely, and the more days we get like this to take us through into June, of course, winter officially starts tomorrow. You know, you take it every day, don't you? You do, and you know that there's going to be a fair bit coming from, uh, you know, the penguins will be flying backwards shortly down south, but uh, it'll come, but every day uh, every day closer to the shortest day when it's like this is, is pretty good, isn't it? Because, you know, on the other side of that, yeah, it takes a while for the days to get lengthened, but this, there's, each day the sun gets a little bit more strength in it, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> roll on. Uh, what's happening on ranch today, mate? Uh, just shifted a mob of tutus this morning, into, and the good thing there, we've, we've, the few paddocks we've got have um, still got a wee bit of grass in them, so they've uh, just from a smaller paddock into another one. Shifted those, and I shot over to the hills. We've got the hoggets over there on uh, on breaks, about three three day breaks at the moment. So not a lot of uh, you know the mawata and, and uh, turnips. It's only a, a three hectare crop, so we'll. Um, We'll probably save that until the beginning of August, so it's just a matter of trying to get those uh, those hoggets through between now and then. There's a there's a you know there's a little bit of uh, feed in front, not as much as I'd like, but uh, the break certainly uh, you know helps slow that down a little bit. And um, they're looking okay. I've I've had them better, but I think just well you know they pretty got pretty dry in the summer and uh, they're healthy, but uh, there's uh, they've got a bit of work to do. How's that paddock of turnips Mawata looking? It's looking really good, actually. It was, um, and actually, the the uh, the grass that the young the new grass that we sowed, and it sat and sat as well. And actually, I grazed that about uh, three weeks ago, and um, the hog is only in there for a couple of days. I so say it's it's only a three hectare paddock, but um, and it's 
it's come away since I've grazed it. It's uh, you know it's all um, struck. Well, it's, it's just kept growing, and it looks it looks quite good. So we're actually thinking at one stage we might have had to re-drill it in the spring, but I think at this stage uh, the way it's going, it looks it looks pretty good. So uh, no, things are things are uh, okay over there, and the, the turnips in Moana, it's. Uh, because of the dryness, it sort of uh, didn't look very good for a while, but uh, it's it's got into it now, and uh, the, it's a, it's a, the uh, Mawata's, it's stronger than the turnips. Last year we had more turnips, but this year there's uh, there's more Mawata, and it's, uh, it's, it's looking really good. So uh, as long as the frosts don't nail that uh, bit later on, which probably by August it could be, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. How are your neighbours faring when you're talking to them? Getting through the season okay? They're looking pretty good for feet? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, neighbour Bruce up the road at Crichton, he's, he's got a bit of irrigation there, so he did put that in the last couple of years. So he's had good, uh, he's got good uh, sweet crops. His, his hoggets are on those now and they'll be able to stay on, uh, you know, right through. And he's got a few uh, uh, replacement heifers there as we are doing that. Alistair further up, his crops were pretty dry there for a start, but they're, um, they've all got into it again. So I think everybody's just pretty grateful that uh, that Mother Nature has, uh, as she quite often does, she can bite you in the bum one minute, but then um, opens the door the next. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we've been pretty lucky, really, and uh, we've had that last that last week where we had the snow, and so that's all gone now, a few frosts, but, uh, yeah, soil temperatures are good, and... and uh, yeah, it's, it's warm, so uh, stocker uh, haven't had any pain on them yet. A disaster. Change of tact here. On Fair Go last night, there was a cocky up there from up country complaining about boots. He bought a pair of Bluntstone boots. He seemed to think the soles on them weren't lasting as long as they should have been. Um, I watched this with quite a lot of interest, actually. It sounds like they replaced the boots for him. But generally, when it comes to work boots, I mean, if you're going to get sheep crap and everything else on them, you're going to just... They're just going to go to that stage, aren't they? Yeah, they do. And like, there's big money in boots. I, you know, I huge money. When we started off, it was hobnail boots, and you try to put as many nails in those boots and a few tricoonies around the side, which were, you know, you look like Peter Newton and ten thousand on the hoof. But <laughs> and then, the, you know, they uh, the old reverse kip and, and the commando soles went there for a while. And the big thing was trying to get you keep your feet dry. We used pig fat, Stockholm tar, tanners, oil, you name it. And um, it still, it didn't. Um, you never really had the dry feet, and then, and then the uh, <clears throat> the, the boots like the the um, Austrian and German boots, like the Mendels and the Lowers, and they they came in, and uh, and I've actually worn those for about the last 25 years now. Now they're quite expensive, but as uh, as Alan Tiny Byrne used to say, when you went to take your car into Firestone, and just said, look, just put a couple of couple of tyres on. He said, they're the only thing that's keeping you on the road. He said, so, and he said, they're like boots. You've got to have good boots. You've got to have good tyres. So, Tiny, if you're listening, still remember that. But uh, the boots have certainly gone up in price. I remember probably, it was 25 years ago, we bought my first, bought my first pair of Mendels, and they were about $400, and that was a lot of money. But um, the thing about them was they kept your feet dry. Again, you only get a couple of years out of them uh, because it's the urine and the and the dung that, that buggers the leather, and... Uh, that uh, and the soles, it's not good on the soles either. But you know, you've only got the one pair of feet, so uh, you might as well have the best boots on that you you can really, because you do spend a lot of time in them. You don't take me as the kind of guy to buy slip-ons. No, no, oh, they're all right for they're all right for going to feed the hens. <laughs> but um, yeah, those and Crocs are all right for that. But <laughs> no, she's uh, 
No, you got to have the boots on and uh, that ankle protection and rip into it. Pretty sure truck drivers wear jandals and Crocs when they're not unloading these days anyway. Well, they do. They they take more... Actually, just sometimes it takes long for the driver to get his take his uh, Crocs off, put his slip-ons on, his overalls on, yeah. and do the same procedure when they get back into the lorry as it does to load the lamps. Exactly. Um, I said to them one day, I said, one day, I said, I said, I just pointed it out to him. He said, well, he said... Would you um, would you go into your house with your uh, dirty boots and leggings on? And uh, I said I certainly would not. He said, Well, he said, you know, we spend a lot of time on these and sleep oh, in them. Yeah. And I said, No, I I uh, fully agree. They uh, they keep their lorries pretty good, and um, they other you know do a great job too, don't they? They uh, get there. They they're responsible for a big rig and, a, and stock that's worth a lot of money. So as long as they're comfortable, I don't care what they wear. Hey, disaster. We'll let you go. Thanks for your time this afternoon on the muster as always, mate. Chat next week. Yeah, by the time we're going to put the lace, the lowers up, a bit like the truck drive, that takes 10 minutes. But what you got when you got them on, it's really good. Good on you, mate. Have a goodie. Okay, take care. Grant McMaster there out of Close Burn Station, as he is every Tuesday. And yeah, just a big shout out to all the truckies out there as well. We know there's quite a few of you listening to the muster. Um, have a good afternoon on the roads. Take it safe out there and um, enjoy your day as you can't help but enjoy it. Blue sky like this. This is Tuesday afternoon on the muster up next from Environment Southland, Fiona Smith from Southland Regional Forum. Lost in the-